the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What's going on? Nothing. You good? Yeah. Okay. Are you? Yeah. You uh, you said hold on. So we all held on. Are we still holding? What? Yeah, no, we're good now. What's the matter with you? So I get this try. I got like all these Okay. Hey, do you schedule sex? Yo. What? Do you schedule sex? We no. all got busy lives. You don't. I do not. Because a lot of people do. I pray for it. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. Uh, let me go. Let me go through, through uh, some of these stats here for you. So, according schedule? to a new poll, yes, yeah, schedule because they got to make sure it happens. Like in the family calendar and stuff. Yes. No. Well, I wouldn't include the family, <laughs> the family. calendar. I would say maybe there's a, there's a yeah, there's a there's a <laughs> separate uh, you know parental calendar. I don't think the kid needs to know. I don't know. Maybe they do. Make sure the headphones are charged up. Uh, so, thirty six percent. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. Wow. I'm not talking about with strangers. I'm talking about with your wife. Oh, seven days a week. That's right. So uh, you can keep that playing. A new poll found that um, uh, 36% uh, sometimes schedule their lovemaking, 26%. uh, Blah blah blah. Let bonk, me get to the let bonk, me get to the good bonk, stuff here. Oh damn. Okay, go ahead. Hey, go Roz. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Hey. Boom. Boom. Twenty nine percent of uh, couples say that they'll write it down on a physical calendar. What oh. in the kitchen? What? Oh, what maybe don't write it. Maybe have like a code word. Maybe twenty percent uh, use the alarm on their phone. Ten percent. Yes, and Sorry. here you go, Maria. Ten percent of people use Google Calendar. No. Yes. Yes, they say couples who schedule were more likely uh, to say that they're happy with their relationship overall and happy with how often uh, they are, in fact. But then there's no spontaneity. Yeah, well, no, but the spontaneity is what kills it, though, because you can never be spontaneous. That's the problem is that people's lives are so busy. Uh, What are the most popular when it it comes to when it comes to scheduling, Mocha? What are the two most popular nights of the week? Oh, easy. Oh, Saturday. Yes. Two most popular nights of the week. What, Saturdays what you, and Tuesdays. Saturdays and Tuesdays. No. Incorrect. Maury, what do you say? I'm going to say Wednesday and Friday. Wednesday and Friday. Wednesday to get you through the week. Okay. And Friday because like, hey, good week. Mm, solid reasoning. Uh, Shem, please. Yeah, I'm going to go Friday and the Lord's Day, Sunday. To oh, start the Friday week off and right. Sunday. Mm, yeah. Uh, Maria? I'm going to go Monday and yeah. Thursday. Monday. and th- Okay, so we know what Maria's schedule is. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> specific. We just know what everybody's schedule is right now. I know what Mocha's is. No, the two most popular days, Fridays and Saturdays, uh, the two least popular days are Mondays and Tuesdays. Those are the two least popular days. I was reading something the other day. I don't know whether it was like a, a video I saw or uh, somebody promoting oh, a Oh, can book. I change my answer quick? No, I'm on to something else now. Um, but it was like, a pr- like they were promoting a book or something like that. And the philosophy is um, sex first, uh-huh. right? So before you go for dinner, before you go out to a show, 
before oh. you go to an event. Because you're too tired after. You will never do it after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the philosophy is get that done first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then shower, get dressed, get ready, go out. Because by the time you come home, you're both going to want to put Netflix on and pass out anyway. Did you mm. see that on TikTok? I don't know where I saw that. No, that's I was where I reading saw that. it. It was about it. Was somebody had written a book where they were talking about this, and it makes perfect sense to mm-hmm. me, right? It makes perfect sense. Maria on a Monday and Maury on a Wednesday. And- <laughs> no, 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 no. Every I was day just ending in Y. Guessing people's. You were guessing. Yes. You were guessing. He said the most popular days. Right. So I was just like, maybe right. it's a Monday. Yeah, maybe it's a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The 110th Grey Cup happens this Sunday, Hamilton, Ontario, inside of Tim Hortons Field. First time ever that the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and Montreal Alouettes will fight for the title. We love Grey Cup weekend, and we also love getting two hardcore fans from either team on uh, to sort of duke it out and go at each other to figure out who's got the upper hand and who's going to walk away with the cup. Yo, Dave, are you there? I am here. All right, Dave Patrician, welcome back to the Razamoga Show. We seem to talk to you a lot, man, because Blue Bombers uh, always making it to the Great Cup, huh? Four seasons in a row. All right, and also uh, Cliffy D out of Montreal. Uh, you are the Alouettes fan. How you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. Okay, so Dave uh, repping for the Blue Bombers, been a season's ticket holder since 84, and Cliffy D repping for Montreal, been a season's ticket holder since 97. Also uh, host of the Alouettes podcast, Alouettes Flight Deck. You both must be like super pumped for this upcoming weekend. So Dave, we'll start with you. Uh, why is Winnipeg going to win? Well, Winnipeg is the greatest assembly of talent since uh, the modern era of uh, professional football. You know, this is our 27th Grey Cup appearance with uh, 12 wins. Uh, this year, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers had six all-stars picked to the team. Um, we've, we beat the Alouettes twice this year, week four, 17 to three week, 12, 47 to 17 Montreal's offense have only scored three points on us in the, all those combined games this season. Winnipeg has actually put 594 points on the board compared to the Alouettes 442. So this one shouldn't even be close. Is, uh, is Cliffy D still on the phone or do you hang up already? <laughs> Cliffy, no, no, go, go, go and speak. Go ahead and speak. That's cool. I like that. Go ahead, Cliffy. Uh, well, listen. Everybody expects Winnipeg to be great. I mean, they've been uh, great for several years now. After years of infutility uh, throughout the the eighties, nineties, and the two thousands, but uh, Montreal finally, after years of misdirection, have roared back. They've found their way. They've gotten themselves put together and are hot as a pistol at the right possible time. And I, I, I look at this team right now and they have brought it. They have brought it for the past five weeks going into the playoffs where everybody and their mother predicted Montreal isn't going to do a damn thing. And look what happened. They got themselves into the Grey Cup game. Uh, hey, Cliffy, when you look at the fan base for the Alouettes versus the fan base for the Blue Bombers, uh, which fan base do you think is louder, reps the team the hardest, uh, will be cheering on for their team at Tim Hortons Field on Sunday? Oh, wow. Uh Definitely, I think uh, Bomber fans, they bring the noise for sure. I mean, they, they're loud and proud, as they like to say in uh, in Winnipeg. But uh, you know what? Montreal fans, uh, they've got the air horns. They've got everything that they need to be just as loud. And let me tell you, I think a lot of Al fans are going to be congregating into Hamilton, and they're going to want it. They haven't seen a great cup in 13 years with the Alouettes in it. So 
they're going to be excited. They're going to be pumped. They're going to be jacked. They're, they want to see this game. They want to see, and they want to be a part of this. So I think they're going to bring just as much noise as, uh, as the Winnipeg faithful. Hey, Dave, I'll ask you this. Um, outside of your direct catch, outside of Winnipeg and outside of Montreal, when it comes to Grey Cup, you guys also try and grab as many other fans as you can to sort of grab that flag with you. Who in this matchup would you say, Dave, would be considered quote-unquote in this situation Canada's team? I think in this, I think in this time it's the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. You know, we talked about uh, the last time you said um, – Clippy D said about the uh, the Alouettes last time being there in 2010. Uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers since 2010 have been there five times. Oh. They've, and they've won it a couple of times since then. This are going. This is our fourth appearance um, in the last four years, uh, and you've won. It, we've won it two other times. I think as 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 Canada, you look at people talked about last week that the Montreal Alouettes being the underdog, but the ultimate underdog is the Winnipeg Blue Bombers uh, because of you know the situation where we are. The kind of the people, the fan base, Montreal, they've got the Canadians. They're happy with the Canadians. They're Stanley, all-time Stanley Cup champions. I think they can share this. I think the rest of Canada is pulling for the uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. I think that we can all agree, though, gentlemen, that the Toronto Maple Leafs are Canada's team, though. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. Who said that's adorable? Who said that? that? All the way from 1967? Who said that's adorable? Who said that? (laughs) Uh, Before we let you guys go, uh, Dave Patrician repping for the Blue Bombers, Cliffy D repping for the Alouettes. Uh, uh, Cliffy, we'll start with you. Give us the loudest cheer. Oh, damn. In an Alouettes fashion that we are going to hear from Tim Hortons Field on Sunday. And then... Dave will get you to do the same thing, but for your Blue Bombers. Cliffy D, go ahead. All right. I've got a feeling you're going to hear a lot of this come Sunday. I'll do it, and I'll even do it in both official languages, because that's how we roll in the 514. Premier USA, first down, Montreal. <laughs> All right, Dave, your Blue Bombers uh, fan chant. There is only one. Here we go, Bombers. Here we go. Here we go, Bobbers. Here we go. All right. There we go. It's I going down. Wait. Sunday I night, wait. Tim Hortons Field, cannot the 110th Grey Cup. Alouettes, Blue Bombers. It's going down. Dave Patrician, Cliffy D, uh, thank you very much for joining us on the Razamoka Show today. Thank Thanks you. for having me. Take care, guys. Go Blue. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Sham, you good, bro? Sore, man. What happened? So sore. What'd you do? Um, I did something that really made me realize that I'm getting older. Oh, you had one of those moments. Yeah, I, I was helping somebody move over the weekend. Why are you helping somebody move? <laughs> Who does that? People do that. It's 2020. No, you don't. Grown what? people don't help grown people Hire move. Hire someone. You, you know what grown people do? Talk to me. Okay. When somebody's got to move, first of all, like after the age of like 22, if somebody asks you to move, the answer is no. But what I will do is if you get me and a couple other of your buddies together, I'll kick in 200 bucks. We each kick in 200 bucks. We hire movers. I will help you unpack the house on the other end. Oh, I would never I'm do not that. humping an armoire. I'll buy the KFC. Oh. I'll do all that stuff. Oh, why are you getting louder? Two hundred dollars? Robbing the what? Yo, Ro- I'm Ro- confused. Ross is so triggered. I'm right so now. bro. It's such an overstep to ask somebody to help you move. Well, I'm paying such for Such an overstep. 
I'm paying for it. How old are you? You're too I'm, old for I'm, this. I'm 36. Oh. Hey, you know, it's funny because every now and then, like, at least twice a year, we hear a story from Shem. He's like, I helped a friend move. And we always say, bro, why are you helping people move so much? Well, just, you know, they asked. So I said, okay. I wasn't doing anything. Like, move out of the house or because of divorce? No, I, no, out of the house. Oh. Out of the house. All Into right. a new one. Have you ever helped the same person twice? I have, actually. Oh, no. Yeah, no, no. I have. I have, really? I have. No, 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 no. I have, yeah. And what I'm, have they done for you? Um, no, no, Being no, a really no, good friend. Nah, not yeah. that good of a friend. Okay. Nobody's ever been any good, that good of a friend to anybody in the so, history of human beings. You said that you're, <laughs> where, where Bro. are you sore? Is it everywhere? Like a full body sore? <sighs> where am I not sore? I, okay. the, the, the bottoms of my feet. How many hurt. flights of stairs? Uh, three. Oh my no god! Elevator? And and had to no, I had to move a, a Murphy bed. You ever moved the Murphy bed oh, before? Oh shit! Isn't that what the bed that goes doing? into the wall? Yeah, but like they're Hold heavy. On. So you gotta heavy. take the bed out of the wall? No, yeah, it's, yeah. So you don't leave whole, the bed for the next whole people. Mechanism. It's a whole thing. Yeah, Those it's move? heavy. Oh my god! Hold goodness. on a second. Stop, everybody. Mm-hmm. I need to know about Murphy beds. Then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought they go into the wall. No, and they no, stay it's, there. it's like a wall unit. Yeah. It's it's imagine IKEA cupboards, gotcha. but only the middle part of it just folds down. It's a whole. Oh, unit. I literally thought right. you just leave that behind. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. So my lower back. Yeah. Pff, How sore. long did it take you? What time did they ask you to be there? I was there at six a.m. And what time did you yeah. wrap up? On a Saturday. Uh, <laughs> did you do? <laughs> did you did you do both side, both ends? Did you load and unload? I did. Oh, yeah. Shemroy. I did. So hold on. I've so never call me Shemroy. So <laughs> six a.m. until what time? Uh, until one p.m. So seven hours. And what did they give you? Something like a gift? Uh, no, just a thanks. No, that was it. No, it's not good. Come on, Shemroy. It's not good. It's not good. Okay, so full truck, half truck. What did you have? Uh, full truck. Full truck. Yeah, full truck. Moving like house to house or apartment to apartment or uh, apartment to apartment. Did yeah. your mom talk yeah. to your friends beforehand? Before 6 a.m. and say... Continue taking good care of my shemmy. <laughs> she did not. Oh. How many people? Uh, three of us. Oh, my God. What did yeah. you eat? What What did I eat? Yeah, did he feed you? No, I wasn't fed anything. You I weren't just, fed I, anything. I, I just what? Went, I went, I went no. and ate afterwards. No KFC? Moving day KFC? No, no. I never no. knew that was a thing. Oh, usually when you help oh, bro. somebody move, right? You have terrible yeah. friends. That time from when you load up from point A before you get to your destination... <sighs> That lunchtime, that lunch break, right, before you unload everything into the crib or even immediately after, you should be fed. Right, but we just wanted to get it done. No. But yeah, okay, wait. but even after when it was all done, I wanted to last home. thing out of the truck, Mm-mm. did your friend even say, yo, let me buy like food for everyone? No, just a big thanks. No, just, so you always order pizza pizza not and a you thanks have it in the back enough. of the truck. There's, want, not, a, there's not a thanks big enough. You want something? What, can I throw a curveball to you Yeah, guys? please. Uh, during the move, yeah. um, a lady uh, broke her ankle and screamed. It wasn't part of our group. Yeah. Just just was there, uh, screamed and broke her ankle. And we were there for an hour with her. Did you help her too and get nothing out of it? That's true. Did you have to move a body as well? <laughs> um. <laughs> Wait, so the three Wait. of you, yeah. you went... To go rescue this lady. We did. She screamed from the parking lot. Yeah. Said, help, help, help. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Saturday was wild, went to, go, went to go take care of her and sat there no. for 45 minutes before paramedics came. All three no. of you sat there with her? Well, no. yeah. I let her lean her, her twisted ankle onto my leg so they could uh, not apply pressure. And one of my friends held her hand. Hold on. Told hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold yeah. It was a wild you had some stranger's twisted broken ankle on your leg <laughs> yeah. in a parking lot. Were you sitting on the ground? I was. Oh, <laughs> shit. Come on, Shemroy. Like, okay, nobody needs a hero. 
We all, all right. have very different Saturdays. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody needs a hero. Know, we'll what get are to you your doing? Saturday a little what later, you Maria. <laughs> you, I don't. This, you, like, you need first of all, you need new friends. What? I'm a good friend, though. No, you're a good friend. They're lousy friends. <laughs> they don't even feed lousy you. friends. That that ain't right. I would do it for any of you. I would never ask, though, uh-huh. Shem. Oh, why and not? even still, I would feed you. I'm yeah. really good. I would never ask. But if you did, I, I would, would do it. But I would never do that. I would never put a friend in that position. That's because you're a good friend, Ross. Thank and you. Then, yes. Then, That's what I said. <laughs> you have lousy friends. <laughs> and then you had some old lady broke up ankle oh, up on your how leg. Was she, like, what, how old was she? Was 65. Her name was Karen. 65. Her name was Karen. From, Is she going to yell at you? She was. No, she, <laughs> she didn't yell. <laughs> Not my first time, by the way, helping a fallen Karen. Oh. The same. <laughs> okay. I can't with this. Yeah. I can't. It was a great, listen, it was a great weekend. It was <laughs> not a great weekend. <laughs> Come on, Shemroy. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Why, hello there, everybody. Well, hello. How are we all? Yeah, good. Blessed. Yeah? Good. Blessed. What happened to you last night, Shem? I mean, nothing, man. I woke up this morning, bro. That makes, oh, me, oh, makes me blessed. Oh, you're one of those. I forgot. <laughs> every day is a gift. Hey, every day above ground's a good every one, my man. Every day is a gift. Amen. I've yeah. never thought that. Yeah. What? No, <laughs> like, I've, I've never, like, taken that into consideration. Like, I've never. Oh, you just, like, wake up and go. Yeah, I'm like. Oh, you, you just know. expect it, huh? Well, no, I don't expect it because if, if it was the alternative, I wouldn't know. Oh, well, that's true. He yeah. might be a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> I should take that on the road. I was gonna say. I watched a movie last night. I was terrible. Goddamn movie. Oh my god. Whose choice this is it? Movie. Though? I don't know. We just found it and threw it on. Okay. It was, I think it was called like Manadrome or Manachrome or something like that. But it was Who's in it? Jesse Eisenberg. Okay. And is it new? Uh yeah, I think. I don't know. Where'd you watch it? Like Netflix? I don't know. Netflix One of those things. Yeah. A streamer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh Manachrome? Yeah, something like that. Or Manadrome. Manadrome. I don't know. Manad- what Manadrome. is it? It's Manadrome. Manadrome. Yep. Adrian Have you seen this? Adrian Brody's in it. You seen this, Sham? No, no, no. But it's on oh. Apple TV. I've seen I've seen like the uh, And I guess like Adrian Brody is some like men's cult leader where they convince their these dudes who are like gone through some stuff in their life, abandoned fathers and all this other stuff to join their their men's cult. Man, why the hell are you watching that? Uh, I didn't even know what it was. I didn't even read the description. I was yeah. like, hey, let's throw this on. And Jesse Eisenberg's got like, we, they make him a ginger, so he's got like overly dyed red hair. Looks like Chucky. Uh-huh. Um, but it was just, nah, it's so exhausting, this movie. But I'm watching this movie, Shem, and I'm like, you know what I could do? I could start a cult if I wanted to. Yeah, because when you look at like when you look at how easy it is, because I've been watching a lot of these culty shows on Netflix, right? Why? Twin Flames, Twin Flames, all that oh other stuff. God. And I'm, do you not do you not watch something like Twin Flames and be like, God damn, it would be so easy. It, like, there's a lot of rubes in the world, bro. Because yeah, because so many people are easily influenced. They ju- so many people <sighs> just so many people just want to be heard, uh-huh. right? Yes. And so many people just want to not feel alone and so many people just want hope and you they never find it in the right places. It's so <laughs> true. They only find it in like the Twin Flames people or like that uh, the Nexium cult guy. Explain the- Twin the- Flames because like Oh, I don't, bro. I was texting oh. about this on the weekend. Twin, I know you 
Okay, so Twin This is on Netflix, by yeah, the way. Yeah. New documentary. Twin I, pr- chances are I'm not going to watch it, so go ahead and spoil okay, it. Okay, so this husband and wife duo, right? Yeah. They, they start this thing on Facebook. It was a Facebook group okay. where they start talking about how they're each other's twin flame, and everybody in the world has a twin flame. Yeah, like right? me and you. Me and you. Yes, uh-huh. exactly. Me and you. And so they start recruiting people into their sort of twin flame philosophy and how you have one equal partner sort of in the world. But the deeper you get into this group and this community, like they they do these instructional videos and you have to pay for the instructional videos and then you got to pay more and all this stuff. They're making a lot of money off these people. But then they tell you who your twin flame is. So if you're just coming out of a breakup, Uh right? And you're like all destroyed and oh my God, my relationship and I'm heartbroken, all this other stuff. And you're you're like, you know, and then I was on this message board, you know, uh, for paintbrushes. And then I started talking to this guy about paintbrushes and he really helped me out a lot because I wanted to paint the bedroom to get over the breakup. And they're like, you know, that guy you were talking to about paintbrushes, he's your twin flame. And these people go and live with these other people, these strangers, Mm -hmm. because this group tells them that this person is your twin flame. There's people who have never been gay, who are not even a tiny little bit gay, but the twin flame people are like, you know who that guy is? Your twin flame. And they're like, okay, cool. And they go and try and have a relationship. It's wild. I I guess I'm gay now? Yes. Yeah. It's wild, dude. The power they have. Go ahead and clip that part. (laughs) The power they have. But I'm watching that. I'm like, God, I could start a cult. It's so easy. I don't know what I do with these people. (laughs) I got no agenda, right? But it's so easy. Look, when you want, and I'm not victim blaming at all. At the end of the day, it's all about making money. Bro, it's all about making money. And they give away, they give away their money freely to this cause. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they, they sell their stuff. They like everything, every yeah. parents trying to get a hold of them. You got to excommunicate your whole family, but it's so easy for these people. And believe me, the guy who ran twin flames is an idiot, oh. yeah. like a total idiot. I'm trying to think if I were to join, like what would get me? Because I what hear would be the thing. Yeah. Right? Cause I hear these stories. Yeah. And I'm like, what kind of person like, yes, desperate, desperate or like what you said, seeking that Just attention love. and, and, and that validation and to be heard. Like yes. what would be the thing that would, that get, would you? get me as someone who says I would, there's no way, like I would never get got by any of these people. Yeah. What's the one thing that would absolutely get me? <sighs> it's yeah. tough. It's tough. Like I, something wrestling related? I don't. You were in a wrestling cult? Yeah, like it would, it would have to be wrestling. <laughs> like yeah. they would say, like Mocha, listen. Yeah. We could absolutely get you yes. into the WWE. Yes. By the way, Shem, I know that you just left your church, and I am looking for a new choir director for my cult. <laughs> So, if you're interested. <laughs> I'll send you my email. You can e-transfer that first payment. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh-oh. Hello, it's Roz and Mocha. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Good. Hang on. Roz and Mocha's Vented Moment! Get it off your chest. I <laughs> <laughs> love a vented moment. Vented moments. Very popular on the Roz and Mocha Show where you can call in and uh, be yeah. a part of the show. And you could do this uh, completely anonymous. Yeah. Uh, and the reason we do this is because oftentimes people have like, just like opinions or hot takes or things they see in the world that they do not agree with. But oftentimes you can't say that 
stuff to your boss or to your family or with risk of, you know, being judged at best, ostracized at worst. So we give you the show. We give you the audience for you to just go off. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, I'm pissed. So my beef is with like retailers, like stores on like at the mall or online. Like I've been doing a lot of shopping for the holiday season. Uh-huh. And every time I go to pay for something, they're always asking me for my email so they can email me my receipt mm-hmm. only for that to be a complete lie. Because instead, I get signed up for like 5 million emails a day (laughs) of newsletters and sales. And it's like, what the hell? Like, stop. Enough. Like, just because I shopped at your store once doesn't mean I want to be notified of your sales five times an hour. Um, And it's not even like... If I say no, they give me pushback. Like, they know I'm lying, obviously, that I don't have an email. (laughs) What do you mean they give you pushback? (laughs) Oh, my God. If I say I don't have an email because I don't want it, they're stupid emails. They're like, what do you mean you don't have an email? (laughs) I'm telling you, I don't have an email because I don't want your stupid newsletters. Why don't you just say no thank you? I've tried that. It's not the cashier's fault, right? It's the manager's who are probably tracking and it's probably their like, you know, performance, their life is depending on getting all these emails and it's just, it's not fair. And even online, if you go online and you buy something and I specifically check off the little box that says, do not sign me up for newsletters. And guess what? I still get these 35 emails. Yeah. And then you have to go through the trouble of scrolling all the way to the bottom of the email and clicking the the tiny ass underlined word that says unsubscribe and then take like go through the process with every single company, right? Yes, absolutely. And sometimes these guys are sneaky. The unsubscribe button, they yeah. put it in white font. So yeah. it's hard for you to yes. find. So you have to highlight the email yes. to find where to unsubscribe and it's like enough. Like maybe I would say subscribe if it was one email a day. Let me know in the morning what sales you got going on. Uh I don't need to know about your 25% (laughs) off the whole store 18 times a day. Valid. It's like the liquor store when they ask for your postal code. No. (laughs) (laughs) Don't they just want to see, like, who's shopping? No, they they want to know how much people in my area drink. Oh. Right? <laughs> my answer is always the same, which is when somebody asks for my email address at a store uh-huh. or they ask for my postal code at the liquor store, my answer is always the same. No, thank you. Yeah. So there you go. Do you, do you feel a little bit better getting that off your chest on Vented Moments today? I'm glad I'm not the only one who feels this way. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It happens to all of us. Yeah. And you know what? I give my email address only because I want a digital copy of my receipt. But right. I understand what you're saying on the phone, which is on top of that, you get the notifications of a sale or a new product announcement. And sometimes it could just be overwhelming why when it's multiple stores. Mocha, why don't you just like get like mocha receipts at gmail.com and then you just give them that and then it's just all your receipts in one place? I guess. Why you got to say that name? Now someone else is going to go sign <laughs> yeah, up for local receipts at through your 35 million emails. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. Yeah, so just so just sign up. Just say just sign up mocha receipts at gmail.com. Stop saying that email address. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you very much for joining us on Vented Moments. No problem, guys. All right. Love, bye And if you have a vented moment of your own and you want to be on the show, text VENT to 925-555. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Hey, did Snoop really quit uh, weed? What do you think? Some sort of publicity thing that he's... Yeah, he, I think he's yeah. just doing edibles now. I think he was high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the statement was, and he posted this like really beautiful black and white shot of him, like all sort of silhouetted out and like a real pretty font and everything. And uh, it just reads, after much consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time. Nah, he did that before though. Don't you guys remember? Years ago. I think the world forgot that Snoop gave up, quote unquote, gave up smoking weed. Yeah. Once before. Did he, huh? And then went right back to it because he couldn't live without it. Right, it's hard. Yeah. No one is bringing up the fact that Snoop... In the past, already said I was, he was giving up weed. But is there is it. there a chance, as Maury said, that some edibles company out there threw a ton of money at Snoop to be their new sure. spokesperson? Doesn't he have his own Listen. weed company? Listen, Snoop, yeah. He's got weed company. He does commercials for Skechers. He's got wine. Yeah. He's got products with Martha Stewart. Yeah. This could just be another I think it, business like it venture. It could be something. I gave right? up smoke. Like, but. Because he, he said smoke. Like he didn't say I'm not going to get high anymore. Yeah. Right? He said I gave up smoke. Yeah. Which I think is interesting. Doesn't mean he's not going to be like promoting like Snoop gummies or something. Yeah. Something like that. Right. I don't know. You ever S- done a gummy? Snoop yes. shrooms. You've done it. Yeah. You, Mar, you did a gummy, right? I do them often. Do you really? Yeah, like yeah. the like the ones that calm you down. I don't know if it's just weed or HTML. What's it called? HTML. What's uh, HTML? Pretty much, that's like that's, computer code. Uh, oh yeah, that's oh. right. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> damn. Like THC. That yes. yes. Yeah. HTML. Yeah. Don't go chasing what wasn't that THC? Uh, TLC. T- Sorry. Wow. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all need some of that Snoop edibles right now. Or maybe you're on them and we just don't know. What the hell, guys? Uh, yeah, you've ever done a gummy mocha? Nah. Nah, nah, nah I mean, nah, nah. Catherine does stuff like that every now and then. And uh-huh. It's just not for me. You should try these. Nah, I don't and then the like oil, The oil? The oil? Where do, do you rub that? Does, on my the feet. Oil, does the oil um, expire? No. It's the ones like the, the drops that you put like under your tongue or whatever. Oh, damn. And there's like a cream. Uh, what? There's a cream. Where do you put for the cream? What? I put the cream on my feet or you can put it on achy muscles. Yeah. I know athletes and stuff do that. Why aren't you doing that? Who? You. I do. Why, though? Because my feet are cracked, so I put it on my feet. <sighs> well, Hold on. Mean? You're putting weed cream on your feet because they're cracked. <laughs> yeah. Your dry-ass skin. Yes. Bro, you need a vino. Yeah. Just, <laughs> like... Get, get, some, get some cocoa butter or something, uh-huh. man. You need palmers. Yes. <laughs> My Palmer's. Hey, let me ask you this, Shem. You're Talk a big Palmer's guy, right? Absolutely. My Palmer's container. Uh-huh, and because yeah. I, I used to use Palmer's like for years and then I stopped and now I'm back to it again, right? Hold on. Now, yeah. Let's get this clear. I because know when it comes when it comes to Palmer's, yeah. right? Yeah. I love Palmer's as well. <laughs> yeah. Are we talking about the pump bottle or are you talking about the jar? The tub. Okay. Yeah. Good man. Screw top and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, it's big. I was yeah. scared. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. scared for a second. It looks like yeah. a candle, right? Yes. Like yeah. It's, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so the way I go at the Palmers uh-huh. is I put my thumb on one side of the container, okay. right? And then I take my, my two middle fingers and I go into it with the two middle fingers. 
No. Right? No, 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 no. So no. if you open the top of my Palmers, uh-huh. okay? Is two lines? No, only half of it is done. Like, I'm only taking from half the jar. The uh-huh. other half of the jar is perfectly level. It's like... <laughs> it's it's like, still solid? It's like, remember when people used to have Neapolitan ice cream in the fridge uh-huh. and somebody only went in and took the chocolate? Yeah. That's what my Palmers looks like. Oh, really? It's cut right down the middle. And so I, specific. I only take from, like, one side because of the way it sits on the counter and where my hand uh-huh. goes in. So spin, the, so spin the bottle. I'll no. be revoking your card. No, yep. why? You've got to do the loop, man. You got to, you got to the like loop. Do, yeah, you got to you take loop. You got to take your finger or your thumb, and you've got to do the loop. Yeah, man. So that it, it all, it all dissolves. Or you get gets, in there with your thumb? Absolutely. I put, I lather myself in cocoa. But, but butter wait a rubber. second, like just your thumb, or do you go in like? Like a like a like a make like like a baby bird and pick it out with your hand. It just depends on what I'm using it for. A thumb, absolutely, yeah. But you but you got to do it evenly, without context. This video, the comments again. <laughs> Load them. Oh. I can I can I can use the two middle fingers. I could not use the thumb. That's oh. what she said. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, I'm so. Snoop had said uh, that he was giving up smoke. Remember the story? And yeah. we were like, there's no way the man's giving up weed. But he said he was giving up smoke and that it was a decision that he and his family made and everything else. So it turns out, uh, yes, it was a publicity stunt. And yes, he is the new pitch man for a product. And most people were saying, is it going to be like edibles? Is it going to be some sort of smoke less way to ingest weed? Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's a... Uh, it's a company called Solo Stove. I actually have one of these. Do you? I do. It's a company called Solo Stove, and it's an it's a portable outdoor fire pit where the technology is the way that the uh, the, the the airflow goes through this thing. It's smokeless. It's a beautiful fire, but it's smokeless. So here is Snoop. I have an announcement. I'm giving up smoke. I know what you're thinking, Snoop. Smoke is kind of your whole thing, but I'm done with it. Done with the coughing and my clothes smelling all sticky icky. I'm going smokeless. Solo stove fixed fire. They took out the smoke. Clever. He's just roasting a marshmallow. Sitting there in front of the fire pit. Come on, man. Bro, so many people, when Snoop announced last week he was giving up smoke, so many other celebs were like, don't worry, Unc, we got you. We'll support you. No, and we're also going to give up smoke. No. So now everyone's going back no, and ripping on, a, on all no, of them. And no. I think the biggest, <laughs> the one person who took it the most serious that everyone's going in on today. Yeah. <laughs> or yesterday and today yeah. is Meek Mill. Well, no, what did Meek <laughs> say? He goes, I'm going to go to Dubai and completely stop smoking. I'm going to follow Snoop. My doctor said I got a little bit of <laughs> emphysema in my chest. No. And if I don't stop smoking, it cuts my lifeline in half. No. I was addicted to the nicotine, and this new weed got too many chemicals and too risky to play with my mental. So everyone's going <laughs> on. on me and being like, bruh. It doesn't mean they shouldn't all give it up, right? I know. Someone said Meek was out here trying to start a uh, stop smoking revolution <laughs> to honor Snoop when the man was doing an ad for a fire pit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, what are you gonna do now, Meek? I know, but but, but a guy like but a guy like Meek, if if all that if all you were looking for was inspiration, yeah. Right? Then continue on with your journey. I know. Right? But then you go tell for them, it. You go out there, and but tell you the know. World, lo- 
my emphysema and my, what doctors my, are saying. My, my life is halved. Yeah. <laughs> right? Here's what the doctor said. Oh, that's and not Snoop, good. Snoop's out here <laughs> just like for, It's not good. You know? ah! Got him! <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So it is Thanksgiving in the United States. Thanksgiving long weekend. That was my turkey. So, sorry. <laughs> Marie's dying. I'm talking to myself. Sorry. Okay. We're on the radio, yeah. Marie. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I forgot. For a second. So sorry. Where's. Uh, so I'm having a mental lapse. Yeah, uh-huh. me. uh, so hold on. First of all, I got to play this classic. Well, look at it. Yes. Look. I got beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, chicken, All right, so big up to everyone in the state celebrating Thanksgiving long weekend. And if you're new to the Razamoka show, there's a a yearly tradition we like to celebrate here for our American Razamoka fans out there. And this was introduced to us quite a few years ago. Yeah. Which is, and I don't know, Maria, I know you grew up listening to the show, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you know about the mac and cheese auntie or not. Yeah, if I've you- heard of the mac and cheese auntie. <laughs> <laughs> so she's from Florida. Tradition. tradition. And this video went viral I think like eight years ago. And we interviewed her. Yeah. And she'd been on our show. But basically, she's going off on another family member who was in charge of making the mac and cheese, the famous side dish for their Thanksgiving dinner. Which is very key. And everyone was looking forward to this mac and cheese. The recipe was handed to this family member by someone who always makes the mac and cheese. Yep. And this person screwed up the mac and cheese so bad that this one ant went off mm. and it was filmed and it went viral and we love listening to it every year. Since you f***ed up the macaroni and cheese, you're cleaning up all these by yourself. Junior, Dejan, nor me are going to help you clean up. We told you don't put that in the macaroni and cheese, but you insist on putting it. So since you want to do things your damn way, we're going to do shit our way. We get ready to go upstairs and go to sleep while you clean up all this shit Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We love you. But guess what? This ain't fair that we couldn't even get a decent thing of macaroni and cheese. We got to wait to go back to Goose for Auntie Karen to make us some damn macaroni and damn cheese. Because you decided to do some bullshit you didn't see it off the damn internet. Don't experiment on damn Thanksgiving. Don't experiment on Thanksgiving. Mom, you experiment by your damn self. I've with cream cheese before. Hell, don't try it with us. We don't want that shit. Auntie Karen gave you the damn recipe, but you chose to do shit on your own. Put cream cheese in the back of cheese. It's like home. So I've heard people do that before. <laughs> yeah, not in their house. Yeah, no, <laughs> not, not in their house. Don't experiment on damn Thanksgiving. Don't experiment on Thanksgiving. <laughs> nope. You keep it straight. You keep it straight. And Karen gave you the damn recipe. <laughs> so to everyone in the state celebrating uh, Thanksgiving this long weekend, happy Thanksgiving. Don't experiment on damn Thanksgiving. Don't experiment on Thanksgiving. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 
24, 11 seconds before that final call. This happened. Down by three. I had Hanging the best out. time ever. Fan, you sent us a picture yesterday <laughs> eating mac and cheese out of a coffee cup. Because <laughs> they ran out of plates. <laughs> Bruh, that was in the press room. They ran out of plates. My vision of what happens in a press room for these major events has completely altered ever since David Morey started hanging out in these places. Yes. Where... I wonder if that's served to everyone or if it's exclusive to Maury. Well, I, like I, they know Maury's going to be there and they're like, yo, give him this. <laughs> I, I wondered that. Like it was, it, was a, it was a coffee cup, like a Tim Hortons, like, like a disposable coffee cup <laughs> full of mac and cheese. Uh, it was like dry. Uh, it was, like, they it had, had been out since the morning. It was either that or the plate of cookies. <laughs> the pl- you can't take the plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You take a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, one cookie, bro. That's for the entire room. <laughs> So madness happened inside the the locker room, okay? What a game. Because there's so much audio I want to play here. Before we get to the the awkwardness and the madness that took place inside of the locker room, for example... Pour some champagne into my mouth. Right? Oh. (laughs) Before we get to that, Dan Mori with fans immediately after Montreal wins. And we won in three, two... Game's over. Montreal got the ball. That's what I'm talking about. That's the game. Montreal, second cap. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. How do you feel right now? I'm so excited. I'm jacked up. I can't wait to turn up the party right now. This is my first live experience. Never been to anything live. And I'm glad I'm born and raised in Montreal. And I'm glad to see them win a championship. This is the most awesome experience ever. Let me ask you this. What is an Alouette? A bird, man. What we? A bird. Judge <laughs> Alouette. What was it like to watch Montreal win tonight? It's been a dream, man. It's been a dream, man. Long awaited. Underdogs, you know. What is an Alouette? <laughs> I don't know right now. God knows, man. God knows. I, I don't even know. It's a great. How did that feel to watch them win? Honestly, they were the underdogs, and Darnell Sankey said it. We're going to the Grey Cup, and we're. Winning and they did it! Dude, why are you so emotional right now? Man, it's crazy. It's uh, it's unreal. <laughs> Marco doing the quad on the field. It's, man, unreal. Nothing ever happened like this. It's uh, he brought us to the game. He won, and oh, I've, I can't be any happier. We just f-ing won. Roar, 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 let's go, go, let's go. Is that the amazing. cheer? Roar, 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 roar. Oh yeah, that's it. Wait, because we're go. we are all the dogs. It's for the dog this win. Let's go. Go, let's go. We love them, baby. Let's go. Okay, so those are the, uh, the fans. <laughs> I love it. After the Alouettes beat the Blue Bombers. Yeah. Which I thought, honestly, Winnipeg was going to take it. 
as like most people everyone did. did. Yeah. So then Dammit Maury, after his dry ass mac and cheese in a Tim Hortons cup, <laughs> makes his way over to the locker room, standing outside of the Alouette's locker room before being allowed in. And this happens. 110th Grey Cup, Dammit outside the Montreal Alouette's locker room. We're heading in. Let's do this. Dude, how does it feel? You just won the Grey Cup? Hey, it's amazing. What a blessing. Never forget it. No matter how many times you're in this, unbelievable every single time, man. This is a special feeling for me and my family and this team and the city of Montreal. What a beautiful thing. Pour some champagne into my mouth. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, hold on. Do I put my <laughs> lips on it? No. Or do I just hold no. it back? I, I'm, I'm going to pour it in. Okay. I feel like I won. Do you know what's missing? What's missing? Where's the Grey Cup? I asked, that's what I was just asking some of the teammates. Oh, where is it? It's not in the locker room with me. Bring it to it's us. going back to Montreal. It don't matter. It don't matter. I know, but you got to be hoisting the cup. It's not in here. It don't matter. Everybody took a picture with it. We're good. How does it feel that you just won the Grey Cup, the 110th Grey Cup? Hey, hey how does it feel, man? How's it feel? We're the chest, man. There's no better feeling right now, man. <laughs> How you feel? I feel well, I drank some of your champagne. I feel good. Uh, how some more then? Well, it's all over your body. No, no, no. You ain't gonna get that from my body. <laughs> hey, we winners. We won. We came, we saw, we conquered. So I was listening to the play-by-play guy, and some of the things he said sounded dirty. Can I get you to read one of them for me? The hole was so big you could drive a truck through it. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you too dry? There's no champagne on you. I need more champagne. I got, you're not wet. I need more champagne. I was listening to the play-by-play guy, and some of the things he said sounded really dirty. I'm going to get you to read one now for me, okay? Okay, I got you. When you get down in this area, you got to start pounding. <laughs> I love it. The Grey Cup is in the locker room right now. There it is. Dude, you're holding the Grey Cup. How do you feel right now? Best feeling in the world. Let's go. Hoist it up, baby. Hoist. Yeah. You just got to kiss the Grey Cup. How did that feel? It's amazing, man. Grey Cup, the best thing in the damn world. I love kissing it. Was that the best thing you've ever kissed? <laughs> Besides my girlfriend, yes. Dude, you're holding the Grey Cup right now. Talk to me about that feeling. Hey, man, I grew up listening to Raza Mocha. Now we on the show with the Grey Cup, man. It's an amazing feeling. Hey! <laughs> Big up to the Montreal Alouettes, your 2023 Grey Cup champions. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Abby, hello, are you there? Hey, Mocha, yeah, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. Here's the text we got from Abby, first of all. Uh, is your head okay, Abby? <laughs> I'm, I'm all right now. Okay. Uh, I started listening to the show back in 2011. I'll get to what happened to Abby's head in a second, Ross. Yeah. My radio alarm clock was dialed into the show when I was in first year university, and it was a great way to wake up and start the day. Lately, my mornings are hectic with two kids, so I've been listening Oof. to the podcast more on my commute. I recently listened to the episode where Roz went on talking about how Mocha definitely couldn't injure himself the way he had when he smoked his head off the cupboard door above the fridge. Mm-hmm. I am here to say, short people can suffer from the same injury. I'm 5'3", and yesterday, while getting dinner ready, had an upper cabinet door open, bent down to put something away in the lower cabinet, stood up quickly and gave myself a huge goose egg on the top of my head, to which I said, ow, holy ass. And from the other room, my three-year-old says, quote, what's holy ass, mom? <laughs> Have a great day. Love the show. Thanks, Abby. Yeah. <laughs> so your head's okay, Abby? Yeah, goose eggs uh, getting better now. Okay. Jeez, that's the worst. Getting um, hit in the head's the worst. Yeah. For, I'm not that short. 
Abby. Like, you're talking like... I, I was very specific, though, Abby, because I said okay. that I, I clonked my head off the cupboard above the fridge. Uh-huh. Very easy to I do didn't say that nobody could ever clonk their head on a cupboard. I One time when I was a kid, I watched my mom bend down before she opened the cupboard under the sink and hit herself in the head. Oh, yeah. Worst. Right? Like, like, like you just everything was just off that day. Instead uh-huh. of opening, bending down, grabbing the Windex, she bent down, opened, clonked herself in the face, closed yeah. it up again, took that a minute. That lady was so tired that day. <laughs> yeah, wasn't like, thinking. Yeah, no, no. But I was just saying that above the fridge um, is a is is one that not too many people can uh, can can deal with. But yes, um, so you're five three. Yeah. Do you terrify everybody else in the house by doing the move where you stand on the kitchen counters to get things in the top, top cupboards? Well, I, I have a, the kid's stool is my go-to, actually, so I don't normally have to stand on the counter to get things, okay. but the odd time I might. God, <laughs> oh, God. Catherine, Catherine, Catherine got a chair, got onto the counter. Uh, put her feet underneath the toaster oven because there's not much counter space there and was standing like on her tiptoes on the edge of the counter trying to reach up to one of the upper cupboards. Why didn't she ask someone? What's going to happen? No. What do you mean? What's gonna happen? She's gonna fall and break no, her neck. I I fully understand that. Yeah, she's not. That's not something. Why would that you she were, say to you like, "Hey, can you grab this? Whatever." Because it's it's easier. It's easier for her to do that. And then also, yeah. I think that she knows that if she says, "Hey, can you see if that thing is still up in that upper cupboard?" I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> and then she'll look at me and go, "Now?" <laughs> and then I'll go, "Yeah, in a sec." And then I continue on doing what I'm doing. And the next thing I do, I look over and she's standing on the counter on her tiptoes. <laughs> yeah. right? That's pretty much how everything Because that's she how needs it goes. in that moment. That's why she's asking. But it was the it was the Halloween tablecloth. Oh. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, it's not an emergency. Uh-huh. Right? Like, it's not. We have it's, time. We have a minute. Wow. She still married you, right? Uh, what are you talking about? She still <laughs> married me. <laughs> Happily. Uh, Abby, your support over the years uh, through the, the time that you're your life has changed means so much to us. Your dedication to the show means everything to us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We can't thank you enough, Abby. Thanks, guys. You guys make me smile, make me laugh out loud every time I listen. Um, So you've listened to the show long enough to know that I will ask before we let you go, Abby, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? I've been thinking about this moment a lot, and I'm going to say Mocha. Hey! Yes! Cool. Only Mocha Clap. Thanks for the support, everybody. Appreciate it. Love you, Abby. Love you guys. Thanks. Have a good one. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, F1 over the weekend in Las Vegas. Baby. Leclerc is going to take second place, but here in Vegas, what for Stappen's in Vegas? There you go, Max Verstappen. Uh, last lap, too, huh? Mm-hmm. 18th um, victory of the season. That's crazy. There's one race left in the season. I believe it's Dubai. Yeah. They should have the run it during the day. Why? Yeah, I didn't like it at night. Oh. Because the whole thing was you were supposed to be able to see Vegas all lit up and everything like this, right? Yeah. You couldn't. It just looked like everything was just only dark. The ar- only the aerial shots you could yeah. see. Yeah, everything was just dark. Mm-hmm. Like there was no sun. You couldn't see anything. It was like the road and then just black everywhere. Well, they just wanted like, the Vegas just... lights, right? Yeah, but you don't get that on television, though. It doesn't do anything for the broadcast. Mm. Like when you're watching it at home, you're like, it just looks every- looks like they could have been in a garage. I prefer to watching 
at night. You did, huh? of, yeah. Yeah, oh, no. I think it would have taken away from the I think, daytime stuff. I think Vegas would have looked cooler had they shot it. Had they shot it in the day? Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe you should send Whatever. an email. They got they got a ten year contract over there. I know. I know. People like that track, though. Mm -hmm. uh, Jared Leto started off the whole evening with, um, I, I guess, I don't know. I don't know how much they paid Jared Leto to do this, but. Well, his band, his band, his group, his band. Yeah. 30 Seconds to Mars. They helped with the uh, opening ceremony on, I think it was on Thursday night. Sure. When like Steve Aoki and Tiesto and Jay Balvin and. Sure, but I, I don't know how much they paid him to do this. So it opened, the whole thing opened, right, with Jared Leto sitting in like a loft, mm -hmm. right, like some room uh, on a chair. And they had him do a like super hyper serious, almost poetry like reading of the lyrics to Elvis's Viva Las Vegas. Bright light city, gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. How I wish there were more than the 24 hours in the day. Even if there were 40 more, I wouldn't sleep a minute away. Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel. A fortune, won and lost, on every deal. Here we go. All you need is a strong heart and a nerve of steel. Viva Las Vegas. Man, they, they, they should have done like the complete opposite of this and go all out hype. Doesn't that get me hype for the race? This was their hype for the race. No. That's how it, I know. He sounds like he's about to show up on the grid and go I murder know. everybody. But now I know what the lyrics are. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what did you think, Maury, as somebody who uh, judges people based on their voice? Oh, I thought he did a good job on the read. Yeah, yeah. You don't think is it, it because you also sound creepy when you read stuff? Yeah, I was just gonna say because the <laughs> the one thing that everybody was saying on social media was that he was giving off serial killer vibes. Yeah. And, and 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 here's Maury ten ten. <laughs> All good. you need is a strong heart. Good. Viva yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah. You said heart, right? Viva yeah. Las Vegas. Viva <laughs> Las Vegas. Viva. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Valerie, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. Oh my God. Hello. Good morning. How hello. are you? Really good. How are you? Good. I don't know if you guys remember me, but my friend is driving me to work and she thinks I'm weird for calling the radio. So I was like, I'm sure we can call them and say good morning. And then she was like, no way. And now she got really excited. <laughs> oh, okay. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Good. good. How are you? Good. Good. This is crazy. I've never tried this. <laughs> Yeah. She said. Um, so now that you have the two of us, what would you like yeah. to do? Oh, we didn't think that far. No, I did. I, I was ready. Um, I was telling her that I'm driving her to work today. I don't normally work in downtown, but I'm coming with her today. And uh, it's really hard for me to wake up in the morning. Um, so, you know, as two people that have to get up at the crack of dawn like every day, I just want to know, what's your secret? Uh, there is no secret. For myself, I go to bed at 7.30 every night, every weeknight, and then I'm up at 2.15. <laughs> so 7.30? Yeah, there's no secret. It's just trying to get as much rest as possible. No. Money! M money. Maury says money is the is the secret to getting up. Money, Maury? You? <laughs> You're the like, one person that wastes the most no. money out of anyone I know. We, we all know Maury's motivation for coming in every single day, as we've said, is not money, it's debt. 
Yeah. Right? That's what it is. It's uh, I mean, it's, it's bills. Out of bed. Yeah, with OSAP, I think we're on Maury's. Uh, Uh-oh. Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the dollar amount for OSAP for each of you? Oh, oh okay. We're exposing ourselves. All right, you go first. Okay, I haven't checked, but last time I checked was at around 17. Wow, 17. 17. How 17. long you had that 17 there for? Well, uh, um, no, 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 I graduated uh, 2022. Okay. Okay, not bad, not bad. for a while. Okay, yeah. and? And uh, mine was 32K, but I actually just paid it off. Oh! Oh! oh hey! Oh, no. <laughs> Valerie's heated, Valerie's heated right what, now. What, uh, what, did you, what did you take that you spent $32,000 on it? Uh, just for business. Just your regular four-year degree. And is that what you're doing now with work? It is what I'm doing now, but I don't know if the four-year degree is helping. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but you paid off that 32K. That's right. That's right. We got there. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I, uh, that, uh, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of money to just have to try and pay off. It's incredible. Yeah. It's so tough. It's so tough. Worked for like six months. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for listening. We appreciate the two of you so much. We do this show for people like you. Um, before we let you go, because you know we're going to ask, we'll start with you, Valerie, between Roz and Mocha. Who is your favorite? Uh, my favorite is still Mocha. And then Sonia, I don't know. Sonia, uh, who are you going with? Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? I can never tell the difference between you guys, <laughs> like your but I think you're both hilarious. Yeah, but, 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 you know our names. You know our personalities. Okay. Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? I think, I think it's, I think, well, even it out. I'm going to say Roz. Mm, yeah, <laughs> thanks. That makes me feel great. That makes me feel even, great. Even. Thanks. Valerie and Sonia, we love you. I hope you stay in debt forever. Oh, wow. Damn, that's so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Have a great day, ladies. All right, bye. bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, Sash, what's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. Yo, good. Yeah, how are you guys doing? You okay? Yeah, man. Uh, Sash, uh, welcome to Roz and Mocha's Hell of a Story. When and where does your Hell of a Story take place? So when and where would be uh, when is October 7th and where would be Loch Ness, Scotland. Oh, Loch Ness, Scotland. Like October is in this year? That's right, yeah, like very recently, like literally a month ago. Okay, okay so you're in Loch Ness, and, uh, and and what happened? I've always kind of wanted to go to Loch Ness. It's always been a thing I've wanted to do since I was quite young. Um, my sort of girlfriend very kindly arranged a trip for us. It's worth mentioning I've, I've always been interested in the kind of Loch Ness as a place and, the, you know, the, the kind of the, the stories and, and mysteries of the place um, always fascinated me. You're talking um, about the Loch Ness Monster, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's kind of what I'm, what I'm, yeah, what I'm sort of speaking about at the moment. Two things for me when I was a kid that I was fascinated with, and I thought that, like, when I grew up, people were going to be just as fascinated. Loch Ness Monster yeah. and the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, I thought I you were going to say Bigfoot. No, I was fascinated <laughs> with those two things. Okay, so you're, so you're on this great trip to Loch Ness. Yes, right? Yeah. Okay, so 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 what what happens? So we're there for five days, um, sort of, you know, taking in the sights and uh yeah, learned a lot of the, a lot about the place when I was there. Um I kind of to, to sort of sum it up, I kind of went there open minded, but towards the end of the trip I was leaning more towards thinking, Do you know what, maybe there isn't like a Loch Ness monster as such, you know, maybe it's more like to do with our kind of our, our wants and needs and, and, and illusions and things that you know miss miss kind of interpreting things and anyway fast forward to the last day um catching the bus from drum the uh which is a village in Loch Ness basically where Urquhart Castle was situated and 
on the bus, uh, the coach heading back, and I see kind of the, the last view of the lock out the coach window. And basically, I, I saw something. Like, I basically saw something, and it, it caught my eye, and it, it, I don't know what it was. I don't think I ever will know what it was, but it, it, it really kind of affected me, and, and, and it, all I can describe it is like this, this black mass or like hump or object or something. You know, I, I'm not saying it is, a creature, but it's like the, the gut, my gut instincts just, how do I, t- it really felt weird. The only way I can describe it is maybe to give you a scale of size is imagine kind of like a double-decker bus on its side. Did it come up out of the water and then go back into the water? So so I didn't really witness so much like movement as such. It's more like okay. my eyes kind of caught on something for say, let's say about five seconds, literally made me jump out of my skin. My hair stood up, I felt cold, I was shaking for a good couple of hours after this, by the way, just trying to sort of process it. It was odd. It's an odd experience. And, and like I say, I still don't now say or accept that it was a creature or, mm-hmm. or what, but but I just, I don't know. I don't know what it was. One of the, the, the reasons that can be explained why we hear just, you know, fewer and fewer of stories like Loch Ness or, mm-hmm. or any of these things is because mm-hmm. nowadays everybody has a phone on them that they have at the ready instantly. So when you, when you saw this, did you get any of it on video or a picture? The short answer is no, but I can tell you why. The whole thing lasted for about five seconds. Um, It's worth saying I had, I had spent most of the week looking out, you know, with my camera prepared, hoping, just thinking, what if? And at this time, no, I didn't. I was, I was sort of relaxing. You know, a lot, to be honest, a lot of these things I've heard about in the past, I've had the same reaction. I thought, well, why hasn't someone taken a photo? I can't speak for everyone, but in my, you know, experience, um, it's that's why it, it just happened so quick, and it, there just wasn't time to, you know, for me to take a photo and a video. Basically. So what did you do? How did yeah. you how did you document this? So I I drew a picture. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I drew a picture. <laughs> I what? Just like paper and pencil? Okay. Okay, hold no, on here. Actually, specifically, it was crayon. Okay. Crayon? Okay, so you yeah. you you saw the Loch Ness Monster, and you were in a bus, and it was going too fast, and there was too many trees, and it lasted maybe five seconds. You couldn't get your phone out. Uh, you, you couldn't take know. a video. You couldn't do a, a, a photograph of it. So you sketched nope. out a picture of what you saw. Uh, Mocha, I would like yeah. you to look at the picture now. You got the shading and everything, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trying to be yeah, real artistic. It just looks like a giant rock. That you drew, like a dark yeah. rock that's in the water. Look at this. <laughs> oh, bro, come on. Sash. Well, I'm glad you like it. Sash. Yeah, come on. <laughs> there have been documented yeah. uh, sort of like old photographs and everything else over the years of something like the Loch Ness Monster. And those, you know, go into the archives and all these little towns have their, their museums. Uh, has anybody asked right. uh, for a copy of your crayon sketch of, uh, of the Loch Ness Monster? So- Funnily enough, yeah, it's actually you, you oh, mentioned yeah. about these kind of these sort of registers. It's it's on the official Loch Ness monster sort of cycling <laughs> register. Good and, for you, uh, yeah. Sash. Look at so it. It's on there, and it's yeah, it'll be there for for as long as the internet lasts. Damn! Oh my well, God, Sash, that was incredible <laughs> and one hell of a story. Thank you for joining stress, us. I cannot much. stress enough. If you're listening to this, please go and find uh, the picture of uh, of of Sash Lake is uh, is is your name. Please go and find his sketch of the Loch Ness Monster. Uh, if nothing else, it will make your day. Thank you, Sash. Thank you. Later, bro. Thanks a lot. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. See the man who won't stay for you. You know that he's a bad for your wife. 
have no idea what the song is, right, Roz? No. I like it, though. Greenback Boogie. That is the uh, theme song for Suits. Oh! This is the first time I've ever heard that. Me too. I dig really? it, though. Um, Suits, hugely popular once again on Netflix. Still shows up in top 10 on my Netflix. I don't know about you guys. Mm -hmm. But it uh, recently broke a record or set a record. Uh, 45 billion with a B. 45 wow. billion minutes wow. of streaming. For, That's crazy. For Netflix. I mean, is that a lot? I don't know, because Netflix doesn't really release things unless it's some giant number. So you don't really have anything to compare it to. But that is a giant number. Yeah. I think when they get astronomical numbers like that, yeah, it's a flex. Yeah. For That's Netflix. Uh, so Meghan Markle was actually asked about this, about the popularity the of Suits, which she was on mm -hmm. from 2011 until like a year before the uh, the show ended. She was at um on a red carpet for Variety, the Power of Women event that they recently had. What do you think is behind this this renewed love for the show? Why has it become such a phenomenon again? I have no idea. It's it was great to work on, such a great cast and crew. We had a really fun time. I was on it for seven seasons, so quite a bit. But it's just it's it's hard to find a show you can binge watch that many episodes of <laughs> these days. So that could have something to do with it. But good shows are everlasting. 2011 to 2018 mm. is when Suits aired. And you were a fan of this when it was on. Oh, bro, I've, that I've, was, I've I never seen an episode. that show. Never seen an episode. And then I was kind of wondering, you watched it as well, right, Shem? I'm, I'm just starting. I'm actually on season three, and she just oh. spoiled that she's, well, gone. Oh, after no. Oh, sorry, Shem. No, whatever. Did you watch good. it, Maria? Oh, yeah. Full thing, top yeah. to bottom. Really? So yeah. good. Yeah. So good. I, I actually lost... considered watching it again. I, wow. I started losing interest when, spoiler alert, Shem, but when they wrote her off the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because it was during the, the whole Prince Harry stuff, right? Yeah. It was like right before she ended her relationship with the show yeah. was when her and Prince Harry met. And then he was like spending all sorts of time in Toronto. And right. The, the, um, the news started getting out there and she was being followed around all I had over to go, the place. I had to go stand in front of the house. You stood in front of her house? I did, yeah. yeah no. Yeah, yeah, to do like a report. Yeah. How many hours were you outside of her house? Three. Three hours? Yeah. Day or night? Not Day. And with other Daytime. reporters? No, just me. Just by yourself? Yeah, yeah. Did you see her? Yeah, no. But uh, they had rigged at the time. It's a very modest house, like just uh -huh. like whatever, right? Uh, and, but they had ever. She, I guess, she had just started dating Harry, and then somebody came over and like crudely uh, installed like all sorts of security cameras like all over the house. Really? But it was like you know when somebody wears too much jewelry, where you're like, whoa, right? Uh -huh. That's what the house looked like. Like there was white giant security cameras like screwed onto parts of the house that like shouldn't have that kind of stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it looked like something illegal was going on uh -huh. in there, right? Like some sort of gang, the <laughs> gang. Oh yeah, like a grow up or whatever yeah. it was. And because when you're walking around the neighborhood, you're like, okay, which house is it? Which house is it? And you're like, oh, it's that Obviously one. Obviously that one. Obviously that one. Yeah. Blackout curtains, giant security cameras everywhere. But so you um, didn't see her. No, nah, I didn't see what her. What was the what was the like, okay, we're just gonna call it 
Like, what was the moment? What was the moment? Uh-huh. You just because you were wait. there for three hours. You just, you just wait. I shot a couple stuff being like, hey, I'm standing in front of But no other reporters the showed house. up? Like, no, not no that else? day. No, because this was very early. Like, we were like, this was day one, uh-huh. right? And it was it was day one, and we were early. And, uh, and I don't think at that time, like, a lot of people even knew sort of where the house was, okay. right? Uh, and then so I was just standing there, and then you just wait, and you wait, and you wait, and it wasn't warm. And then I had to go and stand there and shoot some things. And then yeah. a curtain moved and we had to make a big deal out of the curtain moving. Like celebrate? Like it's, yeah, like somebody was inside oh and they re-ran that curtain moving on loop. Yeah. Like who on the show. Who could it have been? Right? Was it him? Uh-huh. Could have been the dog. Well, yeah. you're right. It totally could've, could've, the poor yeah. dog that she had to give up. Right? Too. I know. Bogart. I, know. I wonder yeah. what happened to Bogart. Oh my God, do you remember the name of yes. the dog? <laughs> you know why I was so sad? <laughs> I used to follow her on Instagram before she was asked to take down her IG. And yeah. she would be at like a local park with her dog, oh, right? Yeah. Every day. Not she'd anymore. get her Starbucks and she'd go take the dog to the park. Poor yeah. Bogart. Yeah. Bogart. He got screwed out of the... Because well, he, he wasn't royal, right? Yeah. Like, you know, no. Yeah. yeah you gotta, there's, there's dog protocols that uh, that go into that life. Anyway, 45 billion minutes of streaming That's time crazy. for uh, Suits on Netflix. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. What a good night. Uh-oh. Not really. Oh. What the hell kind of way to start the show is that? I didn't Great. win. I didn't win condo board. What do you mean? What does that mean? I have no idea. What no, you're oh. fill people in here. I ran. You, I ran like, for condo board. Why yeah. would you do that? Well, because it's about time. There's some good change. Because he's busy. Uh, okay. Just, if you need it's, work, it's, to it's do, another Maureen. hour a week outside of the house. Oh, right. Brian? If you need work to do, we can hook you up. Lots to do around here. I don't need more work here. Okay. Oh. So what were you, what was the position on condo board you were running for? It's just another position, a three-year position, like another director. No, but what's, oh, 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 so condo just, board oh, director. A, I got gotcha. you. It's, yeah. it's a board, and there's many people, and you all get to vote on Yeah, there's a president, things, right? and then there's like five other people on the board. And you were just running for board member. There were two positions available. People mm-hmm. were running again, like yeah. people already on there. Oh, there was an incumbent. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and then so I put my hand up. I'm like, I'll run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your campaign? What were you running on? Um, pride. What do you mean? What? What like do you mean? You're pride of ownership. Pride. Oh, like pride. Uh, you know, passion. Time for a change. Fresh new but blood. What were, but what board. were your ideas? Oh, I didn't. I didn't say any ideas. I didn't want to sort of have people hold that over my head because they were bad ideas. No, I just didn't have any. Oh, so you're so surprised you won with no what? You're surprised you lost with no ideas? No, I'm surprised I, lo- I didn't say any ideas. I kept, I'm like, I'll keep this very brief. You know, if you're passionate about where you live, if you have pride in this building, mm-hmm. yeah. then why not trust me with the votes on the, during the weekly condo board meetings? You but, know, but let's have some you, fresh. But what would you do to help? Like, why, why would you be a good representative for the people who live in that building? Because people are so upset at everything that's already happening. The okay, so, so let's, let's, go, let's go through it this way more. What would you say are the three key issues that mm-hmm. face the people who live in your condo? Uh, okay, there is dog pee yep. crumbling outside of the building. What do you mean? Like what? the actual pillars are falling apart. Okay, so dog pee crumbling and what dog else? Dog pee crumbling mm-hmm. and the elevators have been destroyed for eight years. Okay, so what is your solution to crumbling? The solution there to actually investigate how do we fix these pillars? Apparently, What's your company, solution to crumbling? Oh, I have no idea. I've never worked on a okay, building Okay, what before. is your solution to dog pee? To sit, I, my plan was to sit out there with a chair. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so security. Yeah. Point fingers. Yeah. So your dog piece security. So, so shame. 
Yeah. Right? Shaming. And Point. then? Shame. Uh-huh. Shame. Shame. Okay. So, and then what was the other thing? Elevators. Elevators. So what would you do What's with the elevator? Yeah. To finally look at how do we do this? How do we fix the tiles? How do we fix the fact that they break down every but week? But shouldn't you have looked into all of that beforehand and then present No, I'm not to on the, the condo people? board. No. No, present to the people. I With have, an idea. Yeah. Here is how we fix these okay, things. The person who won wasn't even in the meeting. She was in the in the uh in New York for Thanksgiving. Oh, she must have had some great ideas or yeah. people really love her. Uh-huh. She used to but, ban people from the Facebook but, page. Hold on, but you are notorious for complaining about almost everyone in the building, always calling security on people, on other tenants. Like, why would they even vote for you? People in the halls are like, you should vote for Condor Board. You have people you in the halls. How many people in the halls told you that? <laughs> the redhead and the deaf guy. <laughs> so two people said you should run for Condo Board. How many votes did you get? Did you find out? Mm-hmm. How many votes did you get? Mm-hmm. How many? One. One. My own. No. <laughs> you. How did you lose between between campaigning and now? How did you lose the redhead and the deaf guy? The redhead and the deaf guy lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.